0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers Domestic slump continues Losing at home to bottom of the table Hamilton That means Celtic stretch their lead at the top Despite being held at Livingston And Motherwell were the other big winners on the night Strengthening their hold on third I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well, what a week it's been Gordon Who could have predicted the results that we've seen in the Ladbrokes Premiership this week? Um, certainly not me um, huge results Celtic <laughs> Minutes away From another defeat of Livy But managed to get the bottle um, To To clock back And get a draw And over at Ibrox I mean Where do you start With Stephen Gerrard's men At the minute I don't think anyone Could have seen that coming Maybe some could have predicted A tough game at Tynecastle Tough games in Europe But to get beat at home To Hamilton A real sore one And Rangers fans Must be scratching their heads Wondering what goes on now with Steven Gerrard? Where does it go from here? And what does it mean for next season? Will he still be there at the end of the season? Obviously Europe, he's doing great But domestically, he's proven um, he may not be the right man Midweek was all about the underdogs, Gordon Hearts kicked it off on Tuesday night with a terrific one at Easter Road Followed up by Livingston against Celtic I thought Livingston's performance ter- terrific Well done to Celtic You know, grinding out another great point A valuable point But the big one you've got to look at At Ibrox None of us, apart from Brian Rice Small band of Hamilton supporters and players Seen that coming And it was an absolute disaster for them And if you don't think the league's finished it's certainly finished now And the picture at the top Gets most of the attention That's understandable But lots of fascinating aspects To it. Mark Motherwell A real big night for them Finally getting back to winning ways On a night when The likes of Aberdeen didn't win And, and falling on from Hibs Failing to win the night before And then at the bottom How do you predict What's going to happen there Because Hearts <laughs> Hearts get what looks like The standout result They climb off bottom They're replaced at the bottom spot By Hamilton Who go to Ibrooks and win So it's it's heating up All over the place it's incredible I mean this season has been so unpredictable You're right we, we often concentrate just at the top And because we thought we had a genuine title race on You know a lot of focus goes on uh, Celtic and Rangers But you're right I mean Hearts going away to Hibs And getting a great result And people are going Hearts are back And Hamilton's got no chance For them to go to Ibrox And Brian Rice You know said it He believed they could win You know to go there And be solid enough Not to concede a goal But Nick one Incredible But for Motherwell as well Getting back to one in ways With a huge result Because they've been poor In recent weeks But to beat Ross County And score four goals You know A great night for Stephen Robinson And it shows how good Livingston are Gordon Or how good they've become at home That you actually Hear Celtic fans saying Do you know what That's not a bad point I mean <laughs> that, That's the ultimate The ultimate praise really For Livingston Of course it's Circumstantial as well Because you, you get away with it To an extent On a night when Rangers Lose at home but, you know, Livingston at home have just been incredible. Well, we were asked in this programme, you asked the question, Gordon. I don't know if Mark was on with me. Uh, you asked the question, what the pundits thought was the hardest away game. I said Livingston. A lot of people went for the Petordies, the Tyne Castles, and people shot me down in flames. I think Livingston, watching them last night, and I've got to give credit to Livingston, and I've got to give credit to Hamilton, because... Tonight's talk all about Rangers, probably Celtic calls as the the usual. We forget 
the result of Hamill and Livingston and the performance. I know they come under heavy attack from Celtic second half. Organisation, everything about them, team spirit, that is a very difficult place to go and get a result. 01419511025. That is the number you need, so don't hang about. Get in touch tonight. Let us know what's on your mind. Like we said, the game in Livingston, just one of five big games last night. Rangers fans, I'm afraid it's the same three questions as last Monday and this Monday, and now we're repeating them again tonight. Where did it go wrong on the day? Where is it going wrong overall? And where does that leave you, the players, the managers, the fans, between now and the end of the season in the big picture? Get in touch and let us know your thoughts. Stephen Gerrard says it feels like he's hit a new low after last night's defeat. He says confidence is at rock bottom and they've played themselves into a rut. Oh, where do we start? Well, I think we've just given three points away. Uh, it's as simple as that. I'm not really sure I've got many words really to, to describe it. I mean, I think the effort was there. I think the commitment was there, but we haven't took the chances we've created in the game. And that's been the story of it. And Hamilton have gone down the other end and scored. Maybe could have scored another one. But again, mistake is going to cost us. And that's where the three points have gone. I didn't think I could be more disappointed than after I was after Hearts. But here I am, even more disappointed than I was a few days ago. I mean, there was a few good performances. Believe it or not, I thought Stephen Davis was outstanding. Joe Rebo had the right goal. But yeah, I did lay down the gauntlet and I'll continue to do that. But we've definitely got a dressing room that's shot of confidence. We've played ourselves into a rut and I've got a real tough, tough job to, to pick that up um, and improve it from here. James is a Rangers fan from Airdrie. First up tonight, James, how would you sum up how you're feeling after that last night? I'm absolutely gutted tonight, panel, um, about the way Rangers played last night. Um, it's probably the worst game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, there wasn't one person playing for the jersey. And to kick it off, before the game started, I read the programme that Tavernier ratings that Rangers can't cope with people coming right at them. So if that's a problem, why doesn't he share that with Gerard and sort it out? Yeah, it's a fair point, James. I was actually I was going to get on to that, so certainly don't mind you bringing it up now. The Programme notes If you've not seen this As you're well aware If you go to a game There's usually a, a column If you like From the captain Gives you general thoughts Ahead of the game James Tavernier's last night Caused a bit of A stir Amongst Rangers fans And everyone else He said Whenever anyone puts pressure on us In Scotland Or gets in our face It seems to affect us too much At the start of the season Teams dropped off We were scoring four or five Now they smell blood Put us under pressure We're not good enough Domestically For that At the moment Silly statement from the Rangers uh, captain um, I'm surprised that that got out Gordon First and foremost I know that You know that's the thoughts But You sit there And People have got to look at that Before they put that to print I would never have went to print Under You know different managers And I'm not blaming Stephen Gerrard for this Rangers captain at this moment in time Should never have put that in the programme They leave themselves so open You've also got the coaches coming in and talking about, well, we're better uh, suited to Europe, better refereeing, the long ball. This is domestic football. This is your bread and butter. You've got to be careful just now, especially when you're involved with Rangers because they are at a crossroads. They don't know mm. which way to go. And you've got to protect yourself. And by putting that out, certainly does not protect the club and you as a player. James, this comes hot on the heels of Ryan Kent last week and was it after the Braga game saying, you know, he feels like Rangers are better when they're the underdogs. Yeah. It, it was a similar comment. It, it caused a similar reaction amongst you and your fellow Rangers fans. What, what, does, that, what does that tell you about, about, about some of the, the opinions or some of the players in the group? 
Well, see, honestly, I think everybody's head down in the Rangers team now because seeing Steven Gerrard, he berated every one of his players and I don't think they've took too kindly to that, to be honest with you. And last night, there was no be fighting for the jersey whatsoever. It was absolutely appalling to watch it. There was no back We need somebody like a Barry Ferguson, maybe Lewis Ferguson, Berberdeen, to get a hold of the team and get them motivated and get them going, because it's absolutely embarrassing. James. And if Stephen were a betting man, he would bet with Ross County beating Rangers this weekend. Yeah, I don't think it's the greatest place to go after the recent results. But let me say something about Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, he's come out, he's had a go at his players. But give him a bit of credit. He's come out and put his arm round them. At this moment in time, as the manager of the club, and, uh, you know, I've been a manager at a, a, a lesser level, you get to a stage where you go, I don't know where how I've got to get the best out of these players. You've, I've tried, you know, the hard approach. I've tried the soft approach. You know, he's probably behind closed doors and he's got the arm round him and, you know, he's cha- he's already said it. He's changing things and training. He's changing... He's just at a, play, a bad place just now And he needs to find an answer And find it quickly Everyone searches for that one answer Mark Don't they that, That's what we do as, as Probably as a society You know people want to blame it on Purely Stephen Gerrard Or purely on the formation or, You know they're looking for that one thing That's going to fix everything Now of mm. course it's, it's going to be a combination yeah. Of factors But what does seem to be jumping out at the moment Is comments like that from James Tavernier Comments like the one I mentioned From Ryan Kent And you can see why that leads people to think there's a, a mentality oh, there is. issue there. Oh, without a doubt, it doesn't lead them. It, it, it arrives at, at their doorstep that there's no more blatant evidence that you need than there's a big mentality problem at Rangers. I've said for a number of weeks here, in the first six months of the season, where they're they're playing with a bit of freedom and they're and they're going at teams and they're battering teams and they get to Celtic Park and they win and they go away to Dubai, they come back from Dubai. And the pressure really on them because the the furore that that caused that Celtic were struggling and Rangers were really in the driving seat now. The players couldn't deal with the pressure. Now people were saying, oh, maybe maybe it's this, maybe it's that. It's a different thing. When your players, your captain's coming out and saying that and your seven million quid signing saying it the week before, there's no other answer. I agree with Daz. Steven Gerrard's got to a point now. I think he's tried everything. But I now think it's evident that the players... Are struggling mentally Now what can Steven Gerrard do about that I don't know Maybe he'll carry the can That he's brought some of them in He's signed guys like Kent Who Wasn't he really a proven player Okay he came up here He had a good season But Nobody really knew much about him After that uh, Before that But Steven Gerrard signed him But I think Steven Gerrard Is finding a lot about his players Right now When it really matters When the pressure really on He's seen them crumble In front of him And if they are crumbling they need to do it behind closed doors. They can't come out and say this. Guys are picking up. You know, James is on there. He's went to the game. Well, let's get back in track. And he's picking up the program. And your captain is saying, you know, as soon as teams come on top of us, we go to pieces. It's it's not what being a Rangers player is about. They have to be able to deal with with things mentally, physically, everything that's flung at them. And I think you're seeing for this squad that they can't What about confidence though James I know you were not happy with the performance last night But if we cut Rangers a, a little bit of slack They did create more than enough chances t- to win a game last night they, they battled Hamilton at times Hamilton did very well t- to get the result But what about the, the confidence in front of goal and, and stuff like that Is that playing a part? I wouldn't see they battled Hamilton to be honest with you I'm just talking about the number of chances they created There was a lot of chances James uh, uh, there was a lot of chances But the number 13 in Hamilton Was throwing himself at everything 
We weren't scoring in a million years last night. I don't think it's a confidence thing. There's something going behind the scenes at Ibrox. You can't go before Dubai beating everybody and then all of a sudden you're practically the worst team in Scotland. They'll be beat after both in the league twice. Yeah, and, and to be fair, James does hit on a good point. I hope I didn't word that disrespectfully. Hamilton did defend for their lives. They do throw their bodies in front. I just meant, Gordon, it felt like a different type of letdown for, for the rain. You look at Tynecastle, for instance, they created mm. very little. Yeah. Last night, and I know there's a lot of focus on Morelos at the moment, not only his discipline, but his lack of goals. He hits the bar. He's got another good chance where he doesn't do much wrong. It's actually a great save from Luke Southwood, who sticks his, his foot yeah, out. And, yeah. Like I say, they seem to be finding different ways well, of frustrating the Rangers fans at the yeah, moment. Yeah, you would you would expect Rangers to dominate the ball. Brian Rice was honest uh, in his post match by saying, "Look, when you come here to get a result, especially when you're Hamilton, you've got to get that bit of luck." And then he said last night, "We've got it," and and they got the goal and they had something to hang on to. The pressure got to the Rangers players. Yeah, they created chances, but the moral of the story, Gordon, is they didn't take them. Look, I played the game for many, many years, of course. I've been involved in dressing rooms where confidence is shot and you know, things are not great, of course I have. And I'm not going to say this is the first time I've experienced that, that'd be a lie. But the dressing room is very quiet at the moment. Myself and my staff flat because we're doing everything we can. We're trying to change formations, personnel, doing different things in training to try and lift and put confidence into them. I thought at the weekend we lacked desire. And, and commitment which was really tough to take I don't think we lacked that tonight tonight was more about quality and taking your chances in the final third and if you don't take them chances you always leave yourself wide open to someone going and scoring against you and credit to, to Brian and his team they've gone and done that and they could have done it again so we've got a lot to do Grant is in Darville what do you make of the current situation Grant? Well I don't know if you remember guys but I was on last Monday night Um prior to flying out to, to Braga for the game and not one of you guys gave Rangers a chance in Braga. I can't remember who was on the panel, but um, all the experts there didn't see mm. Rangers going through. Yeah, if, if, it was, if it was Monday night, it would have been Hugh and Alex. Aye, OK. I met Alex last night at Ibrox. Um, the point I made then was, and I'm not going to gloat over it, right, I highlighted at least 10 points why uh, Gerard has proved one thing. He's either blind or he's got blind faith to players. And I highlighted Tavernier as one point, and I'm not going to go on about it because everybody knows, and I know what Tavernier is. He's never a Rangers player. He's never a captain. On Saturday against Hearts, Goldson and Tavernier were absolutely shocking. But yet he played his chance to to drop them last night and play other players. And both of them last night were absolutely shocking again. And I read Tavernier's comments in the programme before the game, and I was absolutely dumbfounded. And uh, and 20 minutes to go last night, Tavernier, controversially, I'll say it, I thought he faked an injury last night to come off the park. He could not wait to get off. Well, just just, just, to, just to be point. fair, Grant, let, let's just be a wee bit careful with that type of accusation, because it doesn't strike me as the type of thing you'd be able to prove. He's not here to, to defend himself, so I'm... I'm not really sure what you're you're basing that on. I was at the game. He's right in front of us. There was no tackles. There was nothing innocuous. He started limping for no reason. He never asked for the trainer to come on. He'd right away. He looked over to Gerard and and indicated he wanted to come off. He no, limped no. about a wee bit and ran right up the tunnel. Like I say, that that I'm sure you would agree that that's still quite a bit of speculation on your part. However, what what is not is the debate about whether he and Goldson and anyone else should be in the team, Gordon, because Grant won't be alone. Loads of people. 
have been unhappy to say the least about th- their performances. You know, Tavernier and Golson are the two that seem to be in the fine line just now. Tavernier's had it uh, when he was out the team. Um, all of a sudden, he was missed for uh, producing the, the deliveries and up and down the right hand side. Goldson, I think, has been a very lucky player. Um, now, you look at the goal last night, they conceded. Tavernier and Goldson's involved in it. I blame the centre back. I think he's, he's slack, he's got to do better. Tavernier thinks he's in total control of it. But when you're in this situation, this is why I'm saying about the programme notes, Gordon. You as a player leave yourself open to criticism. And that's what the Rangers captain's certainly done by his programme notes first and foremost. Um, I'm not I'm not with Grant. And as I say, we cannot say whether he's... A, I just think he's too professional. I know I've played the game a long time. Professional players just go Prob- on about it. The problem it. with Goldson is... And I agree with Grant. I agree with everybody else. He's, he was to blame for the goal last night. He was poor at Tynecastle. He has made numerous mistakes this season. And he hasn't been dropped... Well, last night, what, do you drop him and bring Katic in? I mean, you look what Katic turned out at, at McDermott Park a couple of weeks ago. So Stephen Gerrard's left with, with no much choice. You know, with Hollander injured. And who do you play right back? You don't. I, I, I know that Rangers are struggling just now. I know their team's struggling. Their confidence is shot down. But I still, if I was going at the weekend and I was picking my team, then. Tavernier would be it right back for me I don't see any better option I'm sorry I'm not going with Flanagan's and all these people Polster I, Polster I think Tavernier is the best option Grant what would you say in response? I, I, with regards to the Golden that boy Catty's got dropped for a, a howler at St Johnston fair enough he dropped but he dropped him early in the season as well Golden has made at least half a dozen mistakes and never ever gets dropped Tavernier has cost his game after game point after point in big games and he doesn't get dropped. And I don't go that there is no better right back at Ibrox than him. He's the best the right, being, he's the best you, right you'll back. Never, you'll never know because uh, you know, he, he doesn't try anybody else. The young boy we had over Christmas come on and looked good. Give the boy a chance. Give Polster a chance. Having said that though, Grant, do you, I mean, if you're talking about Nathan Patterson, we saw him against Stranraer and we've not seen him since. You, you then want to throw him into this environment? The league's done. We've got Europe to, to we've Europe to concentrate on the least done. This is the time when you try new talent. There's players in there that just do not understand what that blue jersey means. You asked the, the forty five thousand that were there last night, absolutely sickening. It hurts you to the stomach and it hurts you uh, when, when other other teams are coming to it. The two bottom of the league teams have beat us in the last two games. Now that is not good enough for a Ranger. A Rangers manager, the Rangers supporters, the Rangers players of the Rangers team or the Rangers club. Thank you very much That was Grant in Darville Clearly frustrated to say the least At what's going on at the moment Plenty more calls like that Plenty more reaction to Ibrooks coming And we'll hear from Neil Lennon After the travel as well Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here There is never a dull moment when these two are around <laughs> Gordon DL's latest drama during that break Was that he was trying really hard to take his SIM card Out of his iPhone Other phone manufacturers are available But he was trying to take his, his SIM card out of his iPhone And why could he not manage it Mark Wilson? 
He hadn't taken his cover off He says he couldn't find the bat I went in I said You've still got your cover on Oh Goodness I tell you Old, old men shouldn't be allowed phones Honestly that is, That's one of your I was going to say best Slash worst I'm a Black bit plastic cover on it Yeah I forgot I'm a wee bit embarrassed I've taken that off mate I can't find that How come you've got one I've not That phone does work So give us a call Let us know what you've made Of the results Over the last couple of days Andy is a Rangers fan From Alexandria Andy So much criticism out there For for players For managers For various aspects of Rangers At the moment Where are you with all this? My criticism is squarely at the players I'm back in Gerrard I mean he's he showed, he showed that last year was a bit of a kind of learning curve. He's learned from that. Up to Christmas, the, the, the team and the band, the club that was going well um, up to the old front game. And they seemed to, something must be happening behind the scenes, I think, at, after Dubai and, and up to the start of the season again. But you don't become a bad team overnight. The players are letting them down. Um, I think Rangers' biggest problem is in the summer, coming this summer, if the day... Uh, in Gerard, they're going to have to rip up and start again, and then they're going to have, the new manager's going to have to um, hit the ground running. But I think Rangers' biggest problem this summer is actually keeping hold of Gerard because I'm funny feeling they might just walk, I think, um, rather than us pushing them. But yeah. I, I'm definitely behind the manager's well. I think it's the players that's letting them down, and it's the individual mistakes. You can say, right, okay, it's an individual mistake, it's a player making mistakes on the field, it happens every day, but they're doing it continuously all the time, and it's and it's it's, it's no good enough. Um, and coming out and saying as well about pressure, um, I, don't, I don't know what player it was that came out saying that the pressure, when they're playing in Europe, they don't feel that same pressure um, because they're getting in as underdogs. But, and if you're in, if you've got that mindset, you should be at Glasgow Rangers. Um, but I just, underlying story is I, I'm, I'm back in Gerrard. I want Gerrard to stay. I think he will get it right. And I think, I know, I know a lot of Rangers fans keep going, oh, next season, next season, I'm one of the, the culprits for that myself online. But I think, I think next season, I think it will be different. I really do. Just to give you the obvious response Andy People would hear what you say And I would imagine say Well you blame the players But Stephen Gerrard signed them And then Stephen Gerrard picks them And then Stephen Gerrard continued to pick them So would you would you absolve him from all blame? No, no I mean he's got to take a shade of the blame As he says it's, it's, it's a collective You know between him and the players But when a manager gives players instructions And Backs them to the hill, and as soon as they, they, they cross over that white line, it's really up to the players. You know what Stephen Gerrard is doing wrong um, is continuously picking the players. It's continually letting them down and letting the fans and the club down. They should, I mean, he's the goal to for a start. Cavanier is not a Rangers captain, never. And I, I, I said that all the time. Goldson, I don't. I really I had a good game against uh, Braga, um, but that's probably one in I don't know twenty games or something. You know, he's he's a liability at the back. Um, I mean, he dropped Katic, he dropped it hard when he made a mistake, and but he just seems to stick with goals and mistake after mistake. So I think if Gerard's culpable of anything, it's 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 keeping the same players in, it's making the same mistakes. Um, so I, I think mm. he needs to change something there. I'd I don't know who else is going to come in, but uh, it should surely should be better than goals and Avenue. Yeah. Well, listen, that's the players he's left with just now um, until summer. Um, now there is a collective responsibility. Um, and the players were playing fine um, The first half of the season Steven Gerrard was managing I think very well the first half of the season I don't think he's became a bad manager By any means I think the European results prove that You don't beat you know teams like 
you know, Porto and, and Feyenoord or, or good results against him and Braga and become a bad manager. So, you know, people are right to, to wonder where this has came from. Andy's point, you know, he fears Steven Gerrard to walk away. I don't think he will. I think Steven Gerrard realises how big this job is he's in. You know, you, you don't get the opportunity to manage many clubs the size of Rangers right away. So I think he'd be foolish to walk away. It's whether the Rangers board... Um, Think he's got a future there And thinks he deserves another crack at it And it being what will be the big one With 10 in a row If they think he's getting it right So it's a tough one But Steven Gerrard is left with these players At the minute And the big question is If the board trust him With another transfer window After ploughing so much money And giving him Does you, you're always rhyming off How many players How many? Yeah 30, 30 plus 30 odd players yeah, yeah. Do they trust him to bring in more uh, in the summer I, I think they've no option Mark The one thing that Rangers Can't get involved in here Especially Within the dressing room Is Us and them The Rangers manager's got to keep that together As a group I know that Andy is a supporters on Saying well I don't blame the manager I blame the players Their supporters on saying I blame uh, The manager I don't blame the players The Rangers manager Has got to learn To keep that together He's got to be strong I don't think Rangers Have got an option The one thing I will say Gordon From day one the, the manager stepped in here I thought his biggest problem Was his centre-backs And I said it all along Even when they had uh, Macaulay And um, I remember Mark arguing Saying well they've got four centre And I thought They're not good enough Doesn't matter how many you've got They're not good enough Golson's a, a whipping boy just now I do believe that There's times when He should be left out That he gets played uh, Tavernier I just think He gets a hard ride Yes he has his bad games But I think he offers a lot whether you agree he's a captain or not a captain, I don't bother with that. I was a captain that was successful at a, a lower club. And I wasn't a baller shouter or went about, but I was a captain of the club. So you should have 11 captains on the pitch. Everybody should be working hard for each other. Rangers in a position they now, they need to gather as a group, work it out and start to get back to basics and start to win in football games again. Okay, thank you very much to Andy in Alexandra. Keep the calls coming. 01419511025. Neil Lennon says Celtic were outstanding against Livingston last night and they deserve three points. It was bitterly disappointing to get one, but he admits that the frustration was tempered a bit by the fact they extended their lead at the top. I'm delighted with the performance. I thought we thoroughly deserved the three points. Disappointed in the manner of our goals. I thought their goal could have easily been a foul on Fraser. Second goal is poor from our point of view. And then the rest of the game, we were magnificent on a, you know, difficult against a difficult opponent on a difficult pitch. We were absolutely outstanding and uh, total belief that we get the equaliser. And Tom came up with the goods, but the team were fantastic and their their mindset, their intensity, their will to win tonight was was all there in evidence. And it's just disappointing. I'm sitting here disappointed. First two points we've dropped in 2020. And I didn't think we deserved it because I thought we dominated the game for long, long periods. So we set standards and the standards are set high. Yeah, that's the first points we've dropped, which is bitterly disappointing. But in the context of the evening, I suppose it's uh, OK. Well, I, I listened to Neil there. I don't entirely agree with him, Gordon. I think they had a lot of pressure in the second half. I think you've got to give credit to Livingston. I know Neil's saying there about, well, the two goals we lost. Well, if Gary Holt comes on this programme, he'll probably say, what about the first goal? My goalkeeper should save it. And I do agree. I think, terrific strike from McGregor. Take your chance. But it's right down the throat of the goalkeeper. 
And if he looks at that He'll be disappointed in it I just think that Livingston deserved the point And I think that Celtic Were happy with their Yes They had all the possession Yes they went forward In the second half But they didn't create Chance after chance That the goalkeeper became Man of the match In the second half uh, so I think that Neil What Neil's probably doing is He's just keeping his players And, and keeping them on side And saying Yeah we've been brilliant We've we're, You know Top of the league And we've gained another point He's probably been happy And so he should be Because Livingston is a difficult place to go If you had says to Neil Lennon In that dugout 20-25 minutes to go Will you take a point You'd have grabbed your hand off Were Celtic outstanding last no, night? No, I don't agree with that No, they certainly weren't outstanding um, They Obviously they try to win the game But that's expected A Celtic Daz is right Livingston have to take huge credit I think Neil's come out there And he's Sometimes when you score A late equaliser in these games It almost feels like a win And it lifts you To a level that you Probably sometimes overlook Some of your deficiencies Within the game um, I don't think it was a foul On Fraser Foster I think the defending was exceptionally poor For Livingston's second goal But when you get that goal in 90 plus minutes To get a point And then find out That Rangers have slipped up You come out and you're in a totally different yeah. mood So Tough place to go But you know What has to be credited Is Celtic's desire Not to drop point uh, Not to be beat On the road Conditions Astral pitch Whatever it is they always find a way of taking at least a point away. Gary's a Celtic fan in the Gorbals. What did you make of it last night, Gary? How you doing, Jordan? Um, I thought it was. It, it felt at times like um, if, if we if we came away with a point, I was thinking it was going to be disappointed. I was going to be um, almost raging that, that we've, we've dropped points. But when you see the result from Ibrox, it, it felt like a win, and I thought that the. The battle and the fight from the team is exactly what Rangers are missing. Actually, I think that if that's obviously that's what champions do. Champions dig in, and champions find a way to get the to get the points on the board to keep themselves top of the league. And that's what we've got, and Rangers don't. But I thought Callum McGregor actually phoned in just to chat about Callum McGregor and how good I thought he was last night. How amazing I thought he's been all season. Do the panel think that Callum's going to? Potentially walk away with any prizes this year, like Player of Year awards. Well, he's up. He's up against um, his fellow Celtic member, which would probably be Edward. Mm-hmm. If you've got to be honest, Gordon, I think McGregor. As I said last night, uh, congratulate him for having a go. You, you, you don't buy a raffle ticket. You don't win a prize. The goalkeeper should save it, but he gets a goal. You like that? Good You'll use that. Um, but I think McGregor's overall play has has been. Brilliant for Celtic And there's no wonder There's talk about You know His, his old boss Brendan Rodgers Down at Leicester Look, Of course There are people That admire The ability of Callum McGregor um, And I thought last night He played very well um, But um, I just think You're talking about Overall prizes He may be in the running But I just look at Edward just now And he was probably The, the favourite just now I don't think You can how can you continuously be the unsung hero, Mark? I'm, I'm not sure that can happen. You can't constantly be under the radar, but it's almost like Callum McGregor's been in so many successful Celtic teams. There's always just been one or two headline grabbers slightly ahead of yeah, him. Probably, but, yeah, probably. But but Gary makes a fair point, and it, even the the consistency of of availability. He's got 55 appearances this season already. Was there Amazing. not a stat? Was he not the most 
uh, the most minutes in world mm. football last yeah, season last or something. Year. Something like so second, yeah. The, go- the goal last night takes him to 12, 55 appearances. He's always there. Right. He's always doing something. Well, you, you say consistency of his appearances, but it's when he plays, how consistent he is. He, you know, he's one of these guys that continually plays well. He never seems to drop below a level. Even when you've watched Celtic this year, probably drop below a level. McGregor's probably just stayed at his, his same level. And others round about him have maybe dropped off it a wee bit. He's uh, he's turned into an incredible player. I mean, I was there when he first came through, and he was a winger at that time. And his his career just slowly, you know, took a turn where he had to go away and discover himself and come back. That was County on yeah, one, wasn't it? That's very comfortable, assured player on the ball, and he eventually found his his best position. And it doesn't look like anybody can move him out of that position just now. But adding the goals, you know, some people think he just sits there with Scott Brown and keeps things ticking over. But last night, you can see he's actively want to make things happen against Motherwell at Fur Park. He's a guy that's in the box creating things and scoring goals. And teams are right. English teams must look at that and and go, what what price can we get this guy for? The big thing for Celtic is, can they hold on to him? You know, there the might be bids coming in from down south from I think Callum McGregor is a player who would want to see out the job that he started and stay on at Celtic next year. Is that one that worries you, Gary, or do you put him in the same bracket as maybe a forest that you can see sticking around for quite some time? You know, I've always said that the project ten in a row, once once we get ten in a row, which which um this was the season I was worried about, I'll be honest. This was the season I was worried about. Now that we're basically getting over the line, I've no doubt that we're going to get the the 10th title next season. I think the likes of Forrest and McGregor, Edward, a lot of the players are going to go for big money then. And obviously then it'll be a rebuilding process at Celtic. I'd I'd hate to see him go because I think he's potentially the next captain after Bruni. Um, But I think he's, I just, I've always been a fan of McGregor and I I just think um, he's he's just, the, the amount of games he plays and he just gets on with it and just digs in I thought it was excellent last night as well Good man that was Gary and the Gorbals thank you very much for taking the time to get in touch with us Gary we're going to get some travel with Stephen and that means it's a perfect time for you to call 01419511025 and it could be you up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors they play to win every time talk to thompsons.com Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here looking back on a busy old night in the Scottish Premiership last night you can get in touch on the phones and we are on Twitter as well um, quite a lot of uh, opinions flooding in on Twitter needless to say um, bit of defence for Stephen Gerrard Baz A says Stevie G has made much more money for the club than he's spent so trust of the board is no issue the two euro runs the uplift in value of Tavernier Morelos Barisic etc far outweighs what he's spent he'll get it right he's a winner but Wolfman's got Nard says Gerard does have to take the blame He's responsible for team selection Goldson Tavernier need to do the manager a favour And deselect themselves If Gerard doesn't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You've ever done that do one? That. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm hopeless Aye, Just leave on. me out Gordon, honestly No, honestly I need to leave I need to get out of here I need to go to Dumbarton <laughs> I sometimes wish you would deselect yourself or beat the pundit at times I must admit yeah, you're in good form, You don't have that option Let's speak to Tam and Clydebank Hi Tam Hello guys, how are we doing, alright? Good time. Uh, here's my point, right? All of regarding the Stephen Gerrard situation. Now, I kind of think that the Rangers supporters want to wake up and smell a coffee a wee bit here, right? Just because you're Stephen Gerrard, ex-Liverpool legend, England legend, 
doesn't necessarily mean you're going to come up to Scotland and just win things just because it's the Scottish League. Guys like, now listen to this wee list here, I'd actually scribbled down when I was waiting to come on the show, right? Roy Keane, Steve Brooks, Alan Shearer, Brian Robson, going back a wee bit, the Kevin Keegans, the Bobby Moores, legends, the Bobby Charltons, the Tony Adams, Arsenal captain. The whole list, the list goes on and on. Premier League players, legends, captains, England legends, captains, every one of them, a loser. Everyone. Tom, you left him, Mark Wilson, mate. Put that on the list. (laughs) I did say Brian Robson, by the way. way, (laughs) Mark Wilson, I said. Oh, sorry. I get that. And by the way, I'm a Celtic man, right? And I'll throw in Paul Lambert as well. A a fantastic player. Uh, Celtic captain, brilliant legend, but a loser. And all these guys have had more clubs than Jack Nicholas, right? No. So you mean as a you mean as a manager? You say that these guys are great players and have not had the success as managers. That's the point, yeah. No, there's a wee, there's a wee bit of arrogance with Stephen Gerrard. I think coming up here thinking, and there was a I was talking about it away at the beginning when he fought was on his way here, was and the word was take care of Celtic and you'll take care of the Scottish League, right? And he's came at a time when I, as we all know, Rangers were probably for the top of the house right to the bottom. The boardroom, middle management, playing staff, background team, they're all, they were struggling in every capacity, as well as the financial capacity. And he's come in at a bad time, right? And he signed 35 players. What's he going to do for things about for next season? Sign another. Just, just bin the lot of them and I'll give him another 12 or 15 to try again. Come on. Well, Gordon, I think that, that is a point you've... You've made um, I mean Tam covers Quite a lot of ground there um, But in terms of Yeah The, the rebuild mm-hmm. do, do you just keep rebuilding do you, do you just keep signing More players Or Is this part of the process Because until Such times as Rangers Got themselves Closer To Celtic And got themselves At least in a title race Which they hadn't been previously Is that maybe the only way You find out Whether these guys Have got the minerals or not And then you Yeah there's a bit of, There's a bit of both I'll answer Tam's question The, the first one I don't think Stephen Gerrard would, would be a foolish guy to think, you know what, I'm going to nip up to Rangers, I'm going to dominate Scottish football, it's quite easy. I think any manager taking the Rangers job would realise the strength of Celtic, what he was coming up against. And I think that was a challenge that Stephen Gerrard was willing to take. Now, I will never look at Stephen Gerrard as a footballer and judge him the manager. We've heard this a lot, I right? And, and, and I know... I mean it's true What Tam says is true Just because you're a good player mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager But I've, I've not heard anyone say That Stephen Gerrard Is going to be a good manager Because he was a good player No it, but, I, I but feel pe- like that's just something We just but, jump to But people do Judging that way Gordon They think well He's been a terrific player He was a winner as a player He was this as a player So he'll be that as a manager I don't Because it's a complete And Mark will tell you When you go from Being a player Into management It's a completely different job Completely different Forget what you How many goals you scored Or gave away Or many fouls Or whatever You're now in control Of a football club You're in control Of all these people Around about you I think Stephen Gerrard's uh, Learning a very hard lesson I think the Rangers board Have no option Than to go with them again And back them They brought them in They've gave them the signings That uh, Tam was talking about Some of them have Why, not... why have they no option? 
course they've got an option Because they've just You're the one that always springs up He's signed 30 players for yeah. X amount of millions Correct. Of course they've got so, an option so you Look put, at Celtic in the, in the 10 Also you've put the contract year. in front of Mark yeah. You've put your faith in him But, no, that contract, but contracts don't mean it in these days Well, Clubs have got the money to pay people off And what's at stake Celtic in the 10 in a row year Changed their manager Brought in a, a, an experienced Kind of unknown guy He got the job done well, I mean Of course they've got the option I'm looking at it at the end of the season Saying Look we've gave you Two goals of this Not two goals at the league only Two goals of winning a domestic trophy Of course they've got an option Of saying Look we need somebody With a bit more experience to bring in and just try and do a bit better than we have done why the last two years. The, why give them the long-term contract? Why give them because the Because that's when it was all gone well. <sighs> it's yeah. not went well since January. They didn't give them the contract in these past, what, I'm not eight, saying they stick with them, but I think, I think the, the, the board have put themselves in a position that they've got to see this through. I really do. Nah. Tom, you want to come back in? I would die. Uh, I, I would agree with that last uh, comment there. The board have put themselves in a position they have got to see it through in a way. And the only thing They will see it through I think The board will see it through But I think Stephen Gerrard may, may well resign On the grounds of, I don't think Depending on what happens In the summer If he I mean If he doesn't get a, a, He needs He needs players big time And he needs money big time He needs the tools Right To have a go And try to stop the 10 Right But what What, what can end up happening is there's a possibility he'll resign because he didn't want to go down as a, a Rangers manager that couldn't do it. There's a failure. And he'll end up, he maybe just jump ship. There are degrees of failure though, aren't there? And I think that that's worth bearing in mind. We don't tend to look at that anymore. We we are surrounded by extremes. You know, it's either success or it's failure. But of course there is a bit of middle ground. And I do accept that people say second in Glasgow is nowhere. I get that. But I wonder how crucial... This period is between now and the end of the season Even if Rangers' season is over yeah. Because they well, un- Unlikely to win the league Can't win the League Cup Can't win the Scottish Cup Surely they'd have to finish this season Properly I and, think, and in a manner yeah. that's Very different from the way they're performing at the moment I think they've got to win the next game against yeah. Ross County Or the pressure becomes unbelievable that's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying If you remember last season The way the league was going I think this time last season Was it roughly about the same amount of points 13 points um, At the end of March It might have been 13 points But Stephen Gerrard You remember Rangers couldn't string A consistent run of games Where they were one. I think last season They got maybe 5 or 6 in a row Then they lost in the last day of the season And that gave them a wee bit of grace And a wee bit of belief In the Rangers fans Going into the following season I think you're totally right Gordon Things keep unravelling here they go to Ross County The drop points are St Mirren in a couple of weeks Or Celtic You know at Ibrox yeah, I think the fans start thinking this, this, The end of the season Isn't finishing like last season And we've got no faith in them going forward Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football One of the highlights of my week Thursday's Beat the Pundit You just never know What you're going to get It's a bit like Scottish football If you want to play tonight Against Mark Wilson Or Gordon DL Give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 And you have to call Before 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've been looking back On a couple of the big talking points From last night Trying to scratch the surface Rangers fans Where did it go wrong on the night Where is it going wrong overall 
And where does this leave you The players and the management Between now and the end of the season They're just some of the questions we're asking We heard from Neil Lennon as well Called Celtic's performance outstanding At the Tony Macaroni Arena We're going to hear from Andy Halliday Now why was Andy Halliday giving an interview When he didn't even play in the game last night You might ask Well I don't really know the answer to that But we'll try and shed some light on it after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Gave away another signed ball last night. Well, you don't on a Tuesday and a Thursday. So if you two could get the proverbial fingers out and keep the, the budget on track, that would be greatly appreciated. It was, uh, it was Jim Duffy. I, it was Jim Duffy. <laughs> I had a nightmare uh, actually uh, uh, last night. Was it Duff, was it? Duff. Well, you expect that. It was horrendous. George is in Guruk. He's the man trying to take the ball off you tonight. How are you, George? I'm very well, thank you very much. Good stuff, George. Good to hear from you. I'm going to toss the coin, and if it's heads, you take on Mark Wilson. And if it's tails, it will be Gordon DL. And it is tails. It's Gordon DL up against George. Yeah, come on, George. Guruk. Come on, Daz. Hiya. Hi, Gordon. Hi, George. You sound a bit nervous. You okay? Um, always remember, you, remember take your time If you want to pass Go quickly Because I'm in <laughs> fire Have you been to Guruk okay. recently Gordon Is that somewhere like Guruk, you frequent Yeah lovely Get a ferry there didn't you I used to always get a ferry yeah. to Dunnan Fred Guruk That's the only Is it Guruk that's got the outdoor pool As well George Correct I can see Gordon down there in the summer oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, prob- I'll, on, I'll yeah. probably be down there in the summer Giving George his sign ball <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you crawling? It's going to take, <laughs> going to take you three months to get there Right um, Let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 in his ear He's given us the nod George That means he can't hear us anymore So we'll get your clock ready I'm going to put 30 seconds on it And you can pass That's all you really need to know Are you ready? Okay Yes Good man Let's get the question set And Grab a pen And your time starts now What was the final score between Motherwell and Ross County last night? 4-1 What is the name of Queen of the South's home ground? Hamilton What animal is St Mirren's mascot? Rabbit Other than Livingston, which other Scottish team has Lyndon Dykes played for? Hibs Who did Rangers sign Andy Halliday from? God, uh, Peterborough who did Scotland's women's team beat 3-0 yesterday? Uh, Estonia Okay uh, I, I don't know why I found rabbit so funny Just absolutely <laughs> no idea why uh, Let's bring Gordon Deal back Gordon, I do Can you I hear us? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can hear you <laughs> Same set of questions I don't like I'm looking forward to your, your attempts Oh say. no Right you ready? Same set of questions Go. to you yeah? What was the final score between Motherwell and Ross County Four last night? What is the name of Queen of the South's home ground? Palmerston What animal is St Mirren's mascot? Panda Other than Livingston Which other Scottish club has Lyndon Dykes played for? Queen of South Who did Rangers sign Andy Halliday from? <sighs> Livingston, don't know Who did Scotland women's team beat 3-0 yesterday? Oh, Cyprus, don't know <laughs> Great effort name a, name a Scottish team other than Rangers that Charlie Adam played for Who? Don't fail Okay was it? George, what do you think? <laughs> I think he's put me. I think he's just, he's just done it. Get yeah. in there, George. George started well, and I'm actually going to take some of the blame. I, I don't, I, I have no explanation. I don't know why I found Rabbit quite a funny answer. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't know. <laughs> Lack of professionalism on my part. Uh, well let's done, go through George. them and find. 
I don't use. I wouldn't laugh just shit. Panda if I was, was you. right on the ball with the panda. Uh, what was the final score between Motherwell and Ross County last night? How did you know? Because despite it being a couple of Hip injury, feet mate. from the front door, I didn't see you there. Hip injury. I've got a doctor's line. I had to battle three road closures to get there. It took me twenty minutes longer than it usually would, just in the nick of time for the second half. And I thought he'll be there. He'll be in his usual seat. I, I, I can't. My, my hips just playing up just now. Doctor says don't do midweek games <laughs> Right okay Anyway you both got it The name of Queen of the South home ground Palmerston both got it Good start uh, What animal is St Mirren's mascot? Rabbit. It's not a rabbit It's a uh... <laughs> Never do that again Was that supposed oh, to be What was going on there? Was that a rabbit? Did that again? I don't know something like a rabbit in a carrot I tell you Animal Lecter Right go This on. is a family show Never do that down the mic again uh, Okay oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That sounded creepy Do you know what was worse? It was the face Did you see that face? <laughs> don't know why I look at his face I can't Wow Exactly George He almost gets taken <laughs> off here um, Other than Livingston The Scottish team Lyndon Dykes played for Is Queen of the South So he's stretching uh, ahead George He's 4-2 See at the you moment. Later, George He's got me He's got me Rangers signed Andy Halliday From oh. Bradford Oh I would never have got that Did you get his that George? Livingston. That was closer than him Where'd you go Where were Peter you? Peterborough <laughs> I, okay, well, I, mean, I mean technically he's right He's closer than Livingston I think yeah, Don't, don't make me get Google Maps don't out you got a point for that one um, George uh, boy. Who did Scotland women's team beat 3-0 yesterday It was Ukraine I'm, I don't I was not him. Not Cyprus Cyprus don't know. is a good bet um, Georgie boy got it No he didn't And he didn't get on to the last question either Name a Scottish team other than Rangers That Charlie Adam played for Can you remember any of them Mark? I think they were lowest Sorry George St Mirren St Mirren <laughs> you them all now, George. <laughs> they're also not. They're not Scottish, George. Oh, George. <laughs> oh, Blackpool. <laughs> you shouted at three times as well. Blackpool. 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 George. 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 You get a hard time on here on a Thursday. You had the choice of St Mirren or Ross County. So let's count them up. One, two, three, four for Gordon Dale. I mean, not not great. If I'm being honest, it's but he got the job point. done. Four, two, George. Gordon will see you at the outdoor pool in the summer. Have a good night. George, well, well done, mate. You just come up oh, against man. the top caddy. Thank you very much, George, in Gurukh. <laughs> Blackpool. Blackpool, Blackpool. <laughs> Do you hear me, boys? <laughs> I still, I'll take in Blackpool. Blackpool. Uh, I still feel really uneasy about that rabbit impression. <laughs> that, that noise, that noise. That was awful. People that was good. Aye, people veering off roads <laughs> listening to that. And they're more. Wow, wow. <laughs> right, must regain the composure. Okay, uh, 01419511025 at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Let's speak to Derek, who's a Rangers fan from Sandy Hills. How are you, Derek? Uh, good evening, Farrell. How long do you think the current Rangers board will give Stephen Gerrard under current results? And I heard before the news, Mark Walsh, I think it was Mark, it says that anybody would want the Rangers job but look how strong Celtic are. But it's not been a problem beating Celtic, as basically it's a threat them. Uh, and I'm lucky not to beat them in the cup final, Mark. And it's beat the other draws in the league that they can't beat. Oh, it's a bit unfair on the other teams in the league calling them draws. But Derek, is that not the same thing? You're talking about head to head, but the strength of Celtic. You've got to keep up with Celtic. But that's what I mean You can't beat the Dross in the league Stop calling it Dross It's not very nice Don't yeah. like that 
I don't know, Derek, what was I meant to say? Sorry, I but lost you. You said any manager coming up here would have known the strength of Celtic. I, I think one of you said that. I, 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 I was me who said, I'll take the responsibility. Right, George's question How long would the board give Steam Gerrard? Pretty simple. It's got to be assessed at the end of the season. The board, I'll stand by. I think the board have got a big decision. Now, if it stays this current points total just now, or say he gets it back to nine points, I think the board have still got a decision to make. I think they've got a big decision. I don't think for one Steven Gerrard will walk away. I think he believes in himself that much. We've seen it as a player. I think it's ingrained in him that he believes he will get it right next year. But do the board believe that? The board have got to assess the amount of money they've gave, the amount of players he's brought in, and if there has been actual pro- progress. I know in Europe there has been, but domestically has there been. So I think at the end of the season, it'll be assessed. Now, if he shortens that gap, Gordon... Then they might yeah. just think There has but been progress This is what I was getting at Before the news Gordon In terms of Whilst I know the big picture Might not Improve drastically for Rangers It's unlikely they'll win the league And they can't win the Cups mm. Is there st- Can that conversation still change let, let me put two Hypothetical scenarios to you Stephen Gerrard Drop points Again At Ross County on Sunday He loses twice to Celtic And he goes out of Europe To buy a Leverkusen The season Wimpers mm. out And the points totals big At the end of the season Or Although he doesn't win the league He manages to beat Celtic twice Put up a decent showing Against Bayer Leverkusen Would the conversation in the summer Look different? I know people are desperate For an answer right now And they're desperate for Steven Gerrard to be Deemed a success Or a failure Based purely On the trophies That he has not won But is there still room For that conversation In the summer to change? 100% yeah, I think he's got to have a decent finish to the end of the season, Gordon. You're talking about a manager. This is a manager that's under a little bit of pressure after Hearts. Um, last night, the, the Rangers fans showed the backing of the Rangers manager. After eight minutes, the number that he wore, they stood up and applauded him to give him the backing. So I think it's got to take a lot to to for all the Rangers fans to turn on him. But you're right, I think that the conversation will have to wait to the end of the season. He has to get a strong finish. He has to get back to winning ways. He has to finish, uh, you know, his, his European uh, run has been terrific and you've got to applaud him for that. Um, since January, his domestic form's shocking. Uh, his players are letting him down with statements and programmes and coming out with nonsense. He's got to gather them together, start working through it, and if he gets through it and gets another chance, he will be a better manager for it. What's your own take on it, Derek? Why do you ask the question? Uh, well, you know my stance on him, Gordon. I would have got rid of him long ago. I think he's going to be an absolute murder because of his name. And these people that was applauding him last night, Gordon, that's his cheerleaders from social media that won't see by him and do nothing but abuse you when you disagree with their comments. So he's got a bit of a murder for the second year in a row. He's won zero trophies out of possible six. And I know you're saying stop calling it Dross, Gordon. The league is Dross. You couldn't make a team amongst the other ten. The league that is worst it's ever been. Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs are, by the way, at great numbers. Well, hold on a minute, George. Yeah, oh, George, uh, George, you, 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 you're disrespecting the other team. The, the, the two bottom teams have just beat you. How can you call them Dross? The two uh, bottom exactly. teams of the league have just beaten uh, Rangers. So to call them Dross is a bit disrespectful, come on. It's not disrespectful because at the end of the day, Rangers should be steamrolling these teams, Gordon, with the money that's been spent. I'm not... I'm not 18, I'm, I'm, to I'm, million, 18 to 20 million pounds in two seasons. 
I'm not, I'm not denying that, but you've no divine right just to say, well, we've spent money, we're going to steamroll our teams. I just think you can be a bit more constructive. I think you're right. I think maybe Aberdeen aren't as strong as they have been. Hearts clearly aren't. Hibs are, are trying to find their way back. Disappointing result. Just, don't know. I just like to talk up the game a bit more than calling right, the league Gordon, I'm with you. There we go. Um, a bit of an idealist on that one. Thank you very much uh, to Derek in Sandy Hills. Let's hear from Andy Halliday. He was speaking after the game last night He's apologising on behalf of the Rangers squad For the performances He says the players aren't doing the club and the supporters justice With their displays since that break It's probably one of the lowest since I've been here I've had my fair share of low moments since I've been at the football club But it's especially more difficult when you know, we put ourselves in Obviously a good position at the turn of the winter break And for it to fall apart very quickly is obviously very bitterly disappointing All I can do is, and I know it's empty words But on behalf of all the players all we can do is just Offer a complete sincere apologies because the performances, like I said, for the winter break has been absolutely miles off it. For you know, five, six months, we've looked so dangerous and still in European competition, we're performing really well, but domestically, it's just uh, it's a completely different Rangers. And, you know, it's, a, it's a special, special club and it's a heavy jersey, and right now, it just, we're not feeling it. For six months, they were doing ever so well, and any task that was flung their way, they were combating it and, and coming across really, really well. But it's just, just now, I think we just look short of confidence. I know all the stuff that usually gets thrown at Andy Haldy, sometimes from the Rangers fans and, and sometimes from, from other fans as well about him, you know, not being good enough and with, with players like that, we're never going to move forward. These are the types of things you hear, Gordon. But I wonder if we should applaud him slightly, maybe even more than slightly, for the fact that he did not even feature last night. He did not feature in the game at all. He was not, not on the pitch at any stage. And yet he... At least fronted up to the media When presumably the rest of his teammates Did not It's probably one of the lowest points of the season And he And again And I know that you can say Well it's just words It's easy But but why did no one else front up to the media? That would be the question He didn't even play I don't think I've ever And I've not been in as many press conferences As, as Hugh Keevans or the likes I don't think we've ever spoken to a player after a game Who didn't play I find it astonishing Gordon From the club um, But I give all the credit in the world to Andy Halliday because he even knows that there's a lot of Rangers supporters out there and, you know, will say that you're not Rangers class or whatever. But the one thing you can't take away from that lad is he's got the, you know, the club at his heart. He loves the club. He was a supporter. He's, you know, he's he's very proud to play for the club. Now, that takes a lot of courage because he could easily have sat away like the rest of the players and said, well, hold on a minute. Not my responsibility. I Especially when you can't take any blame yeah, for what happened last night. I wasn't involved in that. Uh, it's not my responsibility. You go and face that. But what happened was <clears throat> all the ones that were out in the pitch that are sitting in the dressing room, they're quite happy to go and send Andy Halliday out there to face the, the, the press and, and, you know, get questions thrown well, 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 on well, What if he was just on the press rotor? I know how these things work. No, no, at Celtic. You, you don't get a you don't get a player uh, post match who's not played. No, uh, but it never yeah, happens. Well, so you obviously don't know how they work. There's a rot- there may be a rotor. <laughs> yeah, pre- no, pre-ma- yeah. pre-match during yeah. the week. You don't get a player after a game who's not played. Well, anyway, if he's come out, I think it sums up entirely where Rangers are in terms of leadership. Uh, Steven Gerrard may be disappointed, but whoever's there controlling the players and the playing side to take and do the press. Should be able to pick one of the guys I mean, Or one of the leaders but, but, to come out and do that But surely the onus is on the players Because I would assume that they have Refused Or, or, were, or were unwilling, were asked yeah, that, that, That's what I mean, that sums up That sums up Rangers now in terms of leaders Now, listen, you've got guys who have won things there You know, Alan McGregor David. Who, Yep, Stephen Davis 
experienced Been over the course Tavernier If Tavernier's injured Okay fair enough He may have been getting treatment That's the way things work After a game Goldson No he makes a mistake But come on Come out and speak And there's other guys Experienced guys in there I've been in dressing rooms Where there's Severe disappointment But I was always with a group of guys Who Were willing to hold their hands up It's the, it's the hardest thing in the world Coming out and trying to find words Where do you think that comes from man, Mark? Because I believe that If you're a leader of the team And sort of the, the, the Media lad comes to you and says Look We were supposed to get X But he doesn't want to do it See he's a manager If I'm going out there to face the press He's coming as well Just to be fair on James Tavernier I mean he went off injured So, yeah, that, so yeah, if he's yeah, getting treatment, treatment That's so, fine yeah. But uh, Gone right The manager then maybe has to pull If he's that disappointed And otherwise occupied I think yep. another member of the staff then You know you've, you've still got Experienced members of staff Pulls one of the experienced ones By the way Going out and, and you pick a sensible one To pick a guy who's not even played well, Kamara Donna is on Twitter. He says, Andy Halliday doing interviews. A player who's nowhere near the first team regular. Captain hiding. Goldson still convinced he's better than all this. Arfield and Kent too busy practicing their salutes, says Kamara Donna on Twitter. Like we said, James Tavernier probably getting treatment. So you don't know the ins and outs of every individual case. It is just obviously something that you don't see very often. Let's speak to David in Cumbernauld. How were you feeling at full time last night, David? Could you sum it up? Heartbroken, lads. Absolutely heartbroken I do not recognise this team anymore I was a really big Steven Gerrard fan But after that loss to Hamilton I just can't I can't see him in a positive light anymore It's not just his fault It's the team's fault as well It's I just don't see any way That he could restore faith for me Even if he was to win the two Celtic games And get to the final UEFA Cup I was still with me Repair What he's done We've been just getting Progressively worse Since the winter break And I don't see Any light In the end of the tunnel So was that the final straw David Are you telling me That you had faith Until last night And now you don't Is it, is it clear as that Yeah I just don't see What's getting better It seems to be getting Progressively Worse And worse And, and, and It's no Bad way towards Hamilton Or whatever It's just It was the final It was the straw that broke the camel's back If you understand my analogy Absolutely I understand that one But I mean To say that Even if they got to a European final It wouldn't no. be repaired no, That's no. quite strong Do you not think so? If he oh, gets of course That was David's David says yeah. If he beat Celtic twice Of course That would go to somewhere Repairing like, that, David just sums up The way the fans are feeling I think the run of results And the way that Rangers have come back Through the winter break You know Just summed up by their performance at home To the, the team at the bottom of the league You know The Rangers fans Don't know where to turn Just now um, And it's it, It's a tough march For them coming up That's the thing You know Stephen Gerrard looking at the fixtures Could pan it Obviously two ways He goes and has a brilliant march By beating Ross County And, and doing well in Europe Perhaps beating Celtic and the pressure's slightly lifted But when you're looking at that Run of fixtures Rangers have got just now And the Rangers fans will be Sitting there tonight Looking at that and thinking If we can beat Hearts Who were bottom of the table And we can beat Hamlin What chance have we got Go to Dingwall What chance have we got Against Barry Leverkusen What chance have we got Against a Celtic team Who look like They're never going to get beat At the minute Domestically You know It, it, it could just then lump 
Stephen Gerrard into a position find, he never I thought f- he would be in coming into March. Yeah, I find that a wee bit strange, Mark, because I, I said that <clears> the beginning of the season, sent the Celtic Park against St Johnson, first game of the season, when we were asked who our tips were, and I, I went for Celtic to win the league. And I said that Celtic would probably win a, a canter if you, you get back. And I, people were saying, hold on a minute, it's got to be very tight. I looked at the two squads, and I don't know how anybody can get, and I've said this a few times on this show, I don't know how anybody can get over the pace of 38 games. We're not talking up to Chris, we're talking 38 games here, gone. How you would imagine that the Rangers squad could keep up with that Celtic squad? Somewhere along the line, has got to take a dip. Now, since January, it certainly has taken a dip. I thought for Rangers this season to win League Cup or the Scottish Cup and then try and kick on from there. But unfortunately, they haven't. And the only thing that's saving them the now is a European thing and they've come up against a difficult draw. But I'm not getting carried away with this fact that, oh, what's happened since January? It's simple. There was always going to be a dip. Because they've not got the players that can do that for that. 38 I, I, games I get that. against the quality of Celtic who can grind out the results that they do. There's still no way, no matter what you say, you could have predicted a decline that's this sharp. As bad as this, as quickly, no. I thought I, I, I thought that Celtic would win the league comfortably. I said a canter. But I did think that Rangers would pop a stronger case in the Cups. David in Cumbernauld, thank you very much for taking the time. That was David on the line. We're going to give you two a full-time teaser. So I know you don't really like each other, but you're going to have to pair up and try and come up with the answers next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I'd love to say it was the, the brilliant, insightful conversation and debate that was getting people going um, on social media. But Joe Black has been in touch to say that Gordon DL's rabbit noise was a cracker. Um, he's also gone on to um, cast aspersions about your private life, but I couldn't, I couldn't read them out um, as a family show. And, and then Nico's also on believing it was one of the weirdest things he's ever heard. On radio Yeah it sounded pretty odd Was it? I, I yeah. thought it was a good rabbit impression mm, Didn't it sound like a rabbit? No, no. What is it? I couldn't possibly say <laughs> um, Let's go on to tonight's teaser Thank you to Mikey for sending And I think we've had a similar question to this in the past Ooh. I was going to say I hope it wasn't you two But even if doesn't it was matter. Let's be honest You wouldn't remember right. So Mikey says Since 2000 yeah. Eight players have scored In a Scottish domestic cup final After coming on as a sub since oh, 2000 So since 2000 Eight players have scored In a domestic final After coming on As a sub I take it you started In 94 did you You're not a Captain mate You're never a sub No, no captain yeah, Just checking Mark when you Claim to have scored Against Motherwell I was a starter And even, it was my goal Even Aye. although it was A Stephen Craig and own goal You started the game I started the game So I so couldn't me possibly out. have been yeah, you Because yeah, you yeah. didn't so I, I actually I don't know how I, I, I looked at it The Goal you scored against uh, Rangers Well it was the anniversary The other day Was it? Yeah it was on social media Yeah, I didn't uh, actually It's play the football. worst goal I've ever seen <laughs> What happened your second attempt? You know, I went in You really broke your leg I went in Didn't it? You, have, you, have you watched it? I actually remember Mark playing I know this might come as a surprise to you But I have seen it before oh. He's got some cheek to be fair Because Exactly he, He's cut final goal The Gordon DL goal aye. The famous Gordon Beautiful You, you somehow, big beat. You somehow yeah, almost missed the ball with your head because you had that big bugle to put it on. That's what it was. Right, right back to the right. question. Right. Uh, Sub 2000. Uh, Novo. <laughs> it's not a good start. What? It's Novo one. 
Yes Has he? Came on at half time In the 2009 final For Rangers And scored um, Well done Good shout that I'm struggling now <laughs> Aye 2000, 2000. Who, who come on 2000 A cup final right I was in cup final In 2002 who come on and scored against us Because guaranteed somebody To come on and score oh, What was the score Was that the 7-0 game Or something? No that was semi-final Mark um, That was Scottish Cup League Cup final Rangers Beat us I can't remember 3-0 uh, 4-0 4-0 Don't worry about that game No, no. Okay I'm struggling here um... Well you played round about then um, Mike Namara would have started Didn't he the, the one Which he scored one? against Hibs McNamara? No. McNamara's one. Has Jackie he? McNamara, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, I don't know if you've got the right game. It was the 2001. Aye, aye that was the one. Aye, aye. Sure. Aye. Uh, he's sure. on it anyway. Okay, Jackie McNamara, Natural Oval, six to go. Let's speak to Paul in Maryhill. Hi, Paul. Hi there, guys. Uh, obviously, I'm a Celtic fan bent on the Stevie Gerrard debate, so I don't know if that's allowed or not. Uh, I, I want to bring up a point. Uh, I was at City just a couple of weeks ago where Gordon and the kind of exasperated voices or oh, we're not getting that he's lost the dressing room thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's absolutely right. I agree with Gordon. That's a kind of cheap phrase that people throw about and we, without any real knowledge of what's going on. But I think, you know, he's made three basic mistakes that do raise a big question about whether he can lead this team anymore. I think, you know, and, and this is the danger with a first-time manager regardless of their playing pedigree. You know, he comes out two or three weeks ago and he publicly criticises his team. Now, Hugh turns around and says, straight out of the Walter Smith playbook, more or less. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he says. And I'm thinking, with the greatest respect to Stevie Gerrard as a player, he has nowhere near the gravitas of Walter Smith. That's the first thing. The following week's a bad week again. So he comes out and criticises them again. And you're going, oh, oh, what, what happens next? The first time it happens, it comes around and kind of indicates to the players, I'm on the edge of the ship, ready to jump here, guys. So, I don't know how you can take leadership for somebody that's carried out the actions over the last few weeks. And I think it's a massive, it's a massive question mark over, his, over him now. Yeah, uh, he's clearly not going to shake this stuff, Gordon, because no. from, from the day he arrived here, there has been accusations, and I stress that as accusations, not saying I agree, Against Steven Gerrard That he's too harsh Or throws the players Under the bus That's the phrase That you always hear He's tried everything Gordon And as a manager but, no, but I know you say that You talk about you, You've said that he, He's tried the arm Round the shoulder He's tried the soft approach Surely I, I, I'm not sure I agree I think mostly It's been harsh Is it not It's been true It's been when, when has he really come out After a bad result And properly put his arm Around the players publicly when has he done that? Well, it's usually it, been critical. I, th- I think that a lot of people say they like the Rangers manager because he comes out and tells it as it is, right? Some say it's wrong. Uh, others yeah, think... Yeah, that's the thing. So Paul's right, saying it's wrong, right, basically. Right, what do you think? Right. right. I, um, I think there's a fine line. I think you can come out and criticise your players. I think nowadays you've got to be big enough, Gordon. As a footballer, you just can't take the pats in the back. Now, he's come out a few times and... The old phrase goes, throws his players under the bus. He's took a bit of responsibility himself. He then came out after Braga and he's talking, and I disagreed with him about Ryan Kent being a top player. He's had one 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 half decent game for me uh, since he came back. I think, you know, for seven million, he's been dreadful. I said he was a seven quid player at times. Um, so he's tried, he's tried all sorts. 
he needs to get a fine balance now because he's now at a crossroads that criticising him is not working. Putting his arms round him and let's face it, uh, is it too late though? You can't just surely now well, turn around I, I can't, and well, change your approach. If it's too late, there's no point being there. No, but in terms of the damage is done with the results, they're out the title race probably, and they're out the two cups. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, but you go back to a statement you made uh, about five minutes ago. The conversation at the end of the season, whether he's got to lead Rangers into the next season, has got to depend on now until the end of the season. And remember, he's still in Europe. Okay, difficult game. We all know that. So he's got to find a fine balance, let's say. Paul, the, the the response you always hear to a concern, if you can call it that, like yours, is if you can't handle that criticism, you shouldn't be at a club like Rangers. What, what would your counter-argument to that be? I, well, no, I, I think I think there's something to be said for that, Gordon. And I would also say, I'm not saying that criticism is bad. I think I agree with you. Walter Smith knew how to do it. But you need to be the calibre of Walter Smith, Alec Ferguson, Jock Steen. It's people like that with that level of gravitas. It's a bit like you're that clutting your knee in front of your pals. You know, like, you know you're in for it. You've got, you've got to deal with it. But he's a first-time manager, and, a, and, a, and I say this with utmost respect, he's, he's playing career, a remarkable playing career, but he's a first-time manager, and I think he's making basic management mistakes. And maybe the problem is they Stevie Gerrard at Rangers. Maybe it's the Rangers board appoint a first-time manager. It's a risk too far. Mm. And I, you know, I do, I do agree that players today, at all levels of football, players today are far too sensitive. You know, players that players under the management of Walter Smith, you if Walter come out and criticise you, you just knuckle down, get your head down, you're done the business. You know, now it's kind of all oh, we need to come out and tell you our side of the story. Just rubbish You know You've got to have a side of the story You come out and do your business It's as simple as that I think I, You need to have the mentality To be able to do that Yeah I think with Stephen Gerrard I think his post-match interviews Are shown um, You know His he, inexperience as a manager If you like But his frustration Of just coming out of football You know Not that long ago And how good a player he was And I think You know As a captain he certainly would have went into the dressing room and had a real go at his players and commit to the press and, you know, it wasn't good enough and, you know, we needed it. But I think that's kind of shown just now, you know, to compare him with Walter Smith and all that, you know, Walter Smith wouldn't have been a dab hand at coming out at the media. The media wasn't the same back then, you know, when these guys were just starting out. But I think it's just that rawness. And I, I look, I totally get Stephen Gerrard's frustration being, being the player he was, seeing the things he could on the pitch... He's probably He can't understand why, why his players can't manage that Who were the managers You played under In terms of Were any of them Particularly outspoken In a critical sense To the media Or the opposite You know Just mm. trying to think If anything jumps no, out No not really I, I mean the one I'd compare him To Is Neil Lennon Neil Lennon Was Was just out of football No long Comparable no long So this is and the Neil Lennon I, of, of then though yeah, Rather but, than now. No, But what I would say For Neil is Neil did he was the opposite for Stephen Gerrard If you listen to his Post-match interviews Very rarely Criticised the team Now there was some Big disappointments In his early years In management I think maybe Only once I think it was a game Maybe up at Inverness He may have came out And had a A blast at us and started, could take he, he became pretty critical At Hibs I always remember Playing them on a On a yeah. Saturday afternoon And we would always Yeah I, I Raise remember. some eyebrows Yeah um, But I, I don't think he was particularly like that at Celtic um, in, in the start Yeah he was at Hibs 
And he, he may have thought that that dressing room was weak But you remember with that Hibs team There was a lot of criticism aimed at that Hibs team Before he went in That they were bottlers in the big game And he did come out and criticise them And he got a reaction He did get them places The problem is with Stephen Gerrard they, These players don't seem to be reacting I th- I, to that I think that's what you're right Mark I think that he's played the, the card of saying Right I'm going to come out, I'm going to have a go at these players and I want a reaction from them. Now, if he got that reaction, people would be on here saying, terrific man management. You know, he's had a real go. He wants to see the characters. He wants to see the guys that are prepared to stand up and be counted. Unfortunately, it's backfired on him because it looks like they've not got the strength to do that. And then that's... We're no closer to an answer then Because yeah. if that's the if that's the end result And that's all that really matters Really in football It doesn't often matter how you get there If that's the outcome Who's in the wrong? Him for doing it Or for the players for not Giving the reaction that he wanted I, I don't think you ever solve that question uh, you, you need to find an answer Gordon Now Stephen Gerrard Works with these players Every single day So he'll know Basically Everyone's character As a manager You've got to man manage stuff Uh, Yeah, and adapt to different players Thank you very much Paul and Mary Hill We are looking for eight players since 2000 That have scored in a cup final in Scotland After coming on as a sub Jackie McNamara did it in the 2001 Scottish Cup Nacho Novo did it in the 2009 Scottish Cup final Yeah, anymore? Should say thanks again to Mikey For sending the question in It's fulltime at Clyde1.com If you want to hear your question on the show I'm I'm going to have a go at my favourite player That scored many a cup final and I'm sure he did come on Was Tom Rogic one? Does he not usually start games and then come off? But I think he came on at one game Did he not? Yeah he did 2017 yes. Scottish Cup final the, the the infamous one With the lightning and all the rest oh, of it Oh aye, aye. Uh, the, 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 That'd be the first treble wasn't it? Um, do you remember who he replaced? Uh, he replaced Was it Ryan Christie? No. Was it not Kieran Tierney when he get the whack oh, to the face? Oh, was, so was. Aye, good shout. I wouldn't have just asked you if it was just a random sub yeah, in the 80th minute. You know, yeah, there's Christy. a bit of a, bit of a story Ryan behind Christy it. Christy was at Aberdeen at that time, wasn't <clears> it? Jackie McNamara, Nacho Novo and Tom Rogic will get the rest oh. next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. The league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel. And Mark Wilson are having a go at this teaser uh, They're looking for, according to Mikey, since 2008 players that have scored in cup finals in Scotland Major cup finals After coming on as a sub You're doing not too badly It's getting a pretty good response on Twitter Token Jester's thrown in a couple John McIlvany's thrown in a tough one Stephen Hayhoe's thrown one in But you already got Nacho Novo Kieran might just have got every single one of them Oh God well done to Kieran. Well done, Kieran. Yeah, good. Delighted for right. you. Aye, sitting there with your computer Google on it. Yeah, send him a ball. Yeah. Come on, beat the pundit and see if he's, he's good. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you've, Kieran. <laughs> you've got Jackie McNamara, Nacho Novo, and Tom Rogic. Yeah, we've got another one. Oh, do you? Yep. Inverness's James Vincent. That's a great shot. Big funny. Yep. Against yeah, good shot. 2015. Come on, Mark. Um, struggling, strong. Steam Pearson didn't score one, did he? No. Celtic. No. I'm struggling with this. Right, I'll give you a clue that yeah. will make absolutely no difference to you. You've done easy all ones. The Scottish Cup finals. We're on to League Cups now. 
So uh, somehow you've managed to perfectly get all four in the Scottish Cup And there are four in the League Cup as well Oh, League Cup finals, come on Okay, I'll give you some thinking time Let's. Who did you get beat in the League Cup final for? Rangers It's, not, it's not that no, game No, no it's not that game Nobody, come on Let's hear a bit from Stephen Robinson He says Mullerwell have got their mojo back After a 4-1 win against Ross County He was delighted in particular With the midfield trio of Liam Polworth Mark O'Hara and Alan Campbell There was a real freshness about us again tonight Thought our midfield three were outstanding Very easy to crumble when you go 1-0 down After our recent run But um, we spoke about all week about belief Belief in each other Belief in the, the system of play And, and I thought they, they really showed a, a massive amount of belief in each other Tonight kept playing Didn't panic Didn't go too long too early And you know we were really patient with our playing I thought some of the football we played at times was excellent Yeah I thought he was I'll have his energy back His old energy back I thought Liam Povis was fantastic Gives his composure on the ball Always probing You do give it away sometimes when you're probing And trying to thread things But he does make us tick And uh, I mean for me Mark O'Hara was outstanding tonight And there's any way we can we can keep Mark O'Hara I'll be doing everything in my power to do that Back to winning ways Gordon after a, a long winless run And of course Taking other results into account A great night from Motherwell Aberdeen dropped two points Hibs had dropped all three the night before A um, couple of other you know near rivals Couldn't quite get the results So Motherwell strengthening their hold on third Give, Gives us a little bit of cushion Three points uh, in front of Aberdeen um, When it went 1-0 Gordon I was a bit fearful um, especially with the run of forum, but all credit to the to the the players, uh, terrific performance, and I thought especially uh, Tony Watts' goal at the end, the fourth goal, great play, great finish, and yeah, uh, you were annoyed that I didn't give you the opportunity to nominate you, your goal of the night because yeah, that's what you were going for. Yeah, I thought it was a a a, a great play from Motherwell, good passing movement, and it was a a, a very very good finish from Tony Watt right at. The end of the game um, It was a result That Mother will need it And hopefully That'll kickstart them uh, Once again Because their forum Had been poor But they had the points In the bag Gordon That's the most important thing They've taken their dip They've got a good result They've got to carry on Now Easter uh, Sorry uh, Tyne Castle At the weekend mm. Not a great result um, You know Mother, I thought I, I feared for them I thought they'd hit Their wee purple patch And they might not recover Especially after Getting beat at St Mirren uh, beat this minute last week um, But you know Guys like Campbell Polworth You know Manager says there About O'Hara I, I watched him a couple of weeks ago O'Hara comes on uh, Just before half time Gets her man in a match You know And you know He's been a terrific acquisition I think that midfield Is is a real driving force Of course you've got Turnbull Now coming back as well So looking bright Tony Watt was a big one as well You've so many You know So many injuries And guys going out the door In the strength department That you bring in Tony Watt don't really know what you're going to get But he seems to be You know Fitting into the Motherwell style And Daz is right He took his goal Brilliantly But that battle for Third place just now Is interesting You know We always thought Aberdeen be there Motherwell's a surprise package But look at Livy Just sitting You know Nicely in behind him And you think that one Will go down to the wire Let's try and squeeze in one more It's been very busy on the phone So let's do Gary and Newton Mearns As quickly as we can Hi Gary Hi panel Hi um, I mean, what the panel thinks, I think uh, Rangers don't have somebody who's commanding enough in the in the defence like a Richard Goff or a Terry Butcher. Tavernier is not a captain. He's not strong enough to grab the guys with the scruff of the neck and pull them through the game when they're lacks a 
even when they're attacking at corners or set places, there's nobody attacking the, the back post or coming in that diagonal into the back post to attack. It just seems that they've lost their way. Uh, they're not creative in the last final third. They want to pass the ball into the net, which is just fr- very frustrating to watch when they're playing nicely in the, in the midfield. Even the midfield, if Jack's not playing, uh, there's nobody there to, general, uh, to be the general in the midfield. I mean, I hate to say it, but I love a Scott Brown playing for Rangers. Who's getting them by a scuff of the neck and pull them through these games? I yeah. want the panel thing. Gary, I do, I do believe that Rangers do lack a bit of that. I've got to say, uh, on your uh, point about the corners and set plays, that's obviously down to the manager and the coaching staff where he wants to have the ball delivered. Uh, you've got guys that can deliver good uh, balls from set plays. Um, I still, I'm not convinced with the argument. Long gone are the days of Richard Goffs and that. You can't go back to that. But I go back to the fact that your argument, well, Tavernier's never a captain. He never drags them through. I look at Celtic. When Scott Brown's not in the team, Callum McGregor's the captain. Now, I don't think Callum McGregor, by any stretch of the imagination, is a Scott Brown, a baller, a shouter, grabbing people. So I think that in a game, especially if you're Rangers or Celtic, to be fair, though, you've Scott's got to have leaders. You've got to have a few. Yeah, you're right. They're very. You don't different. need an armband for it, Gordon. But, but Scott Brown is there for the, for the majority of games. Do Rangers have someone? And we're not even talking about being a baller and a shouter. We're talking. We're talking someone about the, that can grab them by the scruff of the neck. Do they have a player who drags them through games no, by the scruff no, of the neck? No, they lack it. The nearest one to probably if uh, you look, is it Ryan Jack? Probably Ryan Jack, but um. But even uh, then, is there still a bit to go in that respect? 100%. Well, have a look at the amount of games and experience that Scott Brown's got and the trophies he's won. So he's very good at it, Gordon. Um, there's but not, I, a, I there's not it, a lot of Scott I, Brown's out there. After the one at Celtic Park, and when Rangers have beat Celtic in recent times, we heard, though, oh, Ryan Jack's the, the man for, for the occasion. You know, Scott Arfield's the real leader in there, and Rangers are... Uh, those big games are easy enough. To, to stand up and be a leader and, and 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 be the big guy who's, you know, saluting the fans and dragging your teammates through. It's the games at Hamilton where it's you're getting beat one nil with thirty minutes to go. They're the difficult ones, you know, to to stand out and drag through. And that's where Scott Brown has made a great career of it. He's the driving force. You know, it's all right doing it in the big games, but when you're at home and the crowd are booing you and it's difficult to stand up that's where you really need it And I don't think Rangers do have that uh, At this moment Just quickly Gary How are you feeling about the rest of the season? What you know, What's left? It doesn't look like there's much silverware So what's the what's the aim between now and the end of the season? I think we need to go as far as we can in uh, Europa If we can get there I don't think we'll win it And I, don't think, I think we'll be trophyless this season again But he has to identify more You know a better, better players use the money that they've got from that, from the European games, and uh, strengthen up the midfield. Maybe, maybe put Cartage and Edmonton in on Sunday. Put these two boys together. Goes and look tired, jaded, and um, he, he's making mistakes. Tavernier as well. They play a phenomenal amount of games because they're always on the t- mm. the first team boys pick. Maybe his rotated. What surprises me is Gerard when he played. Was a midfield general. Everything went through him in Liverpool, and he, okay, had a better class of player playing for him. But it's the same principle. Gary, some interesting suggestions. Thank you very much. We'll have to leave it there, though, because these two blame them. They've got four to get in the teaser. <laughs>
all League Cup finals who Guys who scored Who come on as sub Go Hi who, Cool Is there A Ross County player in there Nah I mean think of Celtic and no. Rangers Guys who just maybe Would have scored in Cup finals Oh Chris Boyd Yes well done yeah, Well done um, I don't know anybody else Chris Boyd did it The 2008 League Cup final yeah. Came on as Stokes. a sub Nope Celtic guy Still there Scores a lot of important goals uh, McGregor No Forrest Yes Forrest Forrest Right now we're getting into Tough territory Do you remember right. When did you go to Celtic Mark? Uh, 2006 Yes Do you remember the League Cup final in 2006? Aye You come on Oh no You come off uh, You get, you get who, Did you play? No who so, so you don't remember who, who came on As a, a sub Who did they play? Oh uh, Oh no I can't remember He now hosts the daytime television Dion show Dublin. <laughs> Dion Dublin Dion <laughs> Dublin Didn't think Dion scored did What's funny about that? I don't know He's uh, a centre forward I know right. And the last one Never get One never of these guys His name will just go down in trivia uh, In Scottish uh, football For Kilmarnock against Celtic yes. I, I forget your, his name Were you also there no, I was in the stand I, I'll take none today But that defeat What's his name? <laughs> you'll never get it Did you do the press so, after? Uh, did you get Give me a Dieter Van Tornhout Yeah Yeah Huh? Ah, exactly yeah, I knew you wouldn't get it. Yeah. Thank you to Mark and Gordon Back tomorrow with Hugh Keevans and Cammy Bell Barry Wilkins is in for Callum Gallagher He's up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com